let the people hear me whinge. Let yeah, the- yeah. They need to they need to hear it. Um no, I watched this movie um alive about the it's from the early nineties. Ethan Hawke is in it. It's about the um the Uruguayan rugby team that got stuck on the in the Andes. I was about to say they're not gonna eat each other. Yeah, well they eat the dead, yeah. Um but what's fascinating is like they're stuck up there. All they have, like they run out of food pretty quickly. They run out of um wine and chocolate, you know, within like two weeks. But they had like I don't know if it was a duty free situation, but they literally have just cartons of cigarettes. Like literally they're smoking the entire time. That's the one thing that did not run out. I just I think it might be the most cigarettes smoked in a film in the history of recorded medium. Everyone is on them. Uh well, that's that, that that's definitely the movie I should not watch right now. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Avoid alive because Avoid alive. Yeah, and it's the most horrifying thing for you, Red, would not be the guys literally eating ass, literally eating it. Um, it would probably just be the flagrant. That's uh, where they go first, straight to the ass. Straight to the ass. Yep, immediately <laughs> ass. Wait, um, they go. Wait, they're eating the dead, and the first place they go to to eat the dead. Is their ass? Yeah, yeah. They literally straight to the ass. Well, it's a fleshy part of the body. It's a big muscle, but why the ass? It's well. To be fair to them, that was the only thing sticking out of the snow. I think the first part it was like someone had a cake on them. Um, frozen ass, boy. It was literally frozen. Yeah, frozen jerky. Well, it's like you know, I'm gonna die. Uh, 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 <laughs> like a cat. Yeah, uh, it's, it was. I really enjoyed it. It was really compelling. What the eating ass? Uh, yeah, I mean that too, but the the film in its in itself, they don't make them like that anymore. Why don't Why don't they go at the heart? Like, why don't they cut in they, with the heart? Well, they cuts? did. If in the true story, they did. Yeah, um, they they ate the heart, the lungs, and the brains. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to get into the, but I think they didn't want to really show that for the. I wouldn't uh, go for the ass first, personally. Well, no, I'd go for the ass eventually. I'd go I go. I like how ass. I like how you judicious on your selection here. It's like you know we've only been starving for you know thirty days or whatever it is. We've finally broken. We're, they're from an all religious school. They've broken their, you know, their ethics and morals and their codes and everything to do this. And they're like, it's the only thing sticking out. I think it was the first thing he saw, and he figured probably the easiest to cut. So he's just like, did they cook it? No. What? So no garlic, no herbs. <laughs> they're on the they're on the top of the Andes, right? So <laughs> it's not a lot of garlic growing. Up there. <laughs> not a lot of options up there. An incredible story. I really enjoyed it. But it, about, it sounds like a great movie. Sounds like a family watch. It is. It's definitely, yeah, 100%. Get the family around. And just when you think it can't get worse, it, it continually gets worse. It's one of those <laughs> ones. It's just like, yeah, it was great. But literally, some of the best, some really great stuff. They just don't make that kind of visceral film anymore. It's all practical, you know? How far into the movie? Before they start eating ass, like yeah, it takes it... a while. It's like the jaws. It's like the shark from Jaws. You're like you're waiting for it because you know it's coming. So it's like this anticipation of when are they going to eat Jaws, ass. Jaws eats someone first in like the first couple. Yeah, but you of... don't see the shark. You don't see that shark. It's like you know what happens. You want to see that shark. The whole the whole time I'll be watching the movie, I'll just be waiting for an ass to appear. No, yeah. you're waiting <laughs> for him to eat happen. ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go full hog later, and you just start seeing basically sirloin. Yeah, you start seeing steaks. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. It was great stuff. Yeah. This is this isn't a double feature, but uh, you know, if you're out there. How are you guys? Yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in a cranky, shitty fucking mood. 
That's no good. Why is that? Oh, a cigarette. Yeah, I want a fucking ciggy. I'll fucking eat some ass for a cigarette right now. <laughs> That's what I said. You would have been fine on the hill with the Andes, right? Yeah. You'd have been fine. And now, Salad Subway from Subway. Brought to you by Uber. Both are not affiliated with the show. None <laughs> advertised with us. Although I'm sure we'd love the money. <laughs> Just when you thought we were done, it's time for fun. And in fact, it is also time for the awards to be given out. And what's that? It is a shout. And that's the most Australian thing we can possibly do. Didgeridoo kangaroo. And that's because we are an Australian podcast. We are three blokes in a kayak having a mad yak. Just doing what blokes do. And what is that? Just talk about wrestling. And what sort of wrestling? It's the best thing because it's NJPW wrestling. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Hope you are having a happy lunch, a fantastic dinner, a great commute to work. And if you are going to work, just know the day gets better and you're making money and make it rain like Okada because that's what the man does and he's back. He's the champion, and you're the champion. Now going to work, and you're working because you're blue collar. You're the working class, and that's what this show is for. It's for the working class. Keep <laughs> going. I am the ravishing red room. Yes. <laughs> and as always, I am joined over yonder near the Rudy Poo. He is the token war pimp himself. He is the innovator, devastator of hair care. He is Dr. Dave Rude. <laughs> yes. I love it. Well done. Hello, everybody. And as always, making the show happen, editing-wise, financially, and just banging the shit out of the show when no one's watching, <laughs> this guy <laughs> uploads it and he puts it out there, so all of you really need to just get out there and thank him. He is the raker of Saleka. That one's sticking. He is Julius, the chocolate mouse. Josh. <laughs> There's a little Mr. Anderson in there. <laughs> right. Um... Okay, as Red said, we have returned with the award show, the actual stiffies. We are handing out golden stiffies left, right, and center. Um, we did our nomination special. A lot of people listened to that. Thank you very much. And then we put it out to Twitter at We Work Stiff on Twitter, uh, where you can find the show. Uh, we put out the poll on there and encouraged people to go and vote. And we, as I said, we got over 400 votes, which is very encouraging for our first attempt at this. Um, in just over four days, and people voted on uh, the nominations as to which they thought were the uh, worthy recipients of the Golden Stiffies. I was surprised by some of the feedback in terms of some of the results. The data was like, okay, that's interesting, uh, particularly some of the numbers. So with that said, I will go through the awards step-by-step uh, step as they were introduced in the nomination special, and I will provide the winners. Okay, so first award... Um, who do you think is going to win out of the best blockbuster wrestler out of Kenta, Shingo, and Will Ospreay? Will Ospreay. Yeah, yeah. I would say that that's probably the easiest to pick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And was, 
you are correct and was one of the most dominant performances. Will Ospreay takes home the Golden Stiffy for Best Blockbuster Wrestler for 2022. Garnering 62.5% of the vote, beating out Shingo Takagi, who finished with 292 and Kenta, who the fans have said is not a blockbuster wrestler at 8.2%. Uh, <laughs> You're wrong, all of you. Comedies can be blockbusters. It's 8.2% of you. Yes. I like that he even got that much. <laughs> yeah, it's impressive. 8.2% <laughs> of people. Against Shingo and Will. That's it's pretty impressive. It was an underdog performance <laughs> of the highest order. Considering... Considering he kind of like really didn't do much, <laughs> he that was out yeah. <laughs> um, uh, But yeah, I, I actually in the Voices of Wrestling um, poll this year for best matches, I, I put one of my votes towards Kenta versus Tanahashi, Fuck yeah. um, and one other person did as well. And so on Twitter, <laughs> I tweeted out, "Who is this person? You, you and I must be friends." And Voices of Wrestling went and found who it was and tweeted at him to connect up to me. So yeah, we're now right. following one another. Yeah, Great stuff yeah, in the again, find what you like and connect with those was people. It, was it MCG? <laughs> MCG. MCF, not MCG. <laughs> oh, we're doing a documentary about MCF. That we're, we're fucking we will find this man one day. Yeah. Yeah. Or woman, whoever it may be. Again, we don't know. This don't this know. mythical character. The history of MCF continues. Okay. The saga. Um, the saga. The, the never-ending saga, yeah. We probably owe you $5. <laughs> <laughs> probably, I think it's probably more than that. Yes. We owe him at least a T-shirt. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Uh, and a photo op and a handshake. You get all those things when we finally find you, MCF. If you're going to be at Tamashi, come up to us, yeah. Please, please. Yeah. If, you're, if you can recognise our faces from our Twitter profiles and our things, please, MCF, run in. Oh, my God. That- that would suck so much if, like, I was his. Look who we found. And it's like, oh my god! It's like, is, where's Red? Is Red off getting a drink? Oh, Red isn't. Yeah, he didn't come. Yeah, that'd be fine. Oh, we're gonna get a bunch of uh, phony MCFs, fake MCFs. <laughs> yeah, but then we just asked them, "What Patreon content did we provide you four years ago, sir?" Okay, now we're on to. The award for best supporting wrestler. Who's going to take home the golden stiffy for best supporting wrestler? The the uh, nominees were Alex Zane, Tai Chi, and El Fantasma. Who do we think is going to take home this award? ELP. Okay, so Red, you got ELP. Dave with Tai Chi. Yeah, I think. Well, okay. uh, uh, yeah. I think I think El Fantasma, but I think Tai Chi should win. <laughs> okay, well, you know our audience, Dave, because Tai Chi dominated this award. Yes. Winning with sixty-four point three percent of the vote. Yes, uh, the love for Tai Chi runs very, very deep. This is a Tai Chi positive. Yeah podcast it always has been it always will be and the <laughs> listeners are supportive of tai chi allies we always have been we are allies to all communities tai chi included what, what did um, alex zane get what percentage did he get uh he got 7.1 percent with el fantasmo getting 28.6 percent of the vote i mean just like what dave said before i'm impressed he got seven i mean that's yeah, I mean, oh, well, 
it's it's interesting when you look at the next result and maybe there's a reason for that 7.1% coming out um, as we look across because there are two tournaments that you mentioned and so tournaments were a big focus so it would make sense that you know um okay the next golden stiffy is for best tournament in 2022 uh the nominees are the tag leagues uh the tv title tournament and the best of the super juniors which do we think will win the tournament of the year i think as voted for by the listeners boss jenny i would say yeah, I'm going to say Boss J as well. Simply off uh, prestige. Uh, and you would be correct. Uh, Boss J with 62% of the vote. <laughs> A very popular. I, I think, again, um, although, I mean, I was all in for the, the TV title tournament, I understand that Boss yeah. J signaled a lot for a lot of people, I think. I wonder um, if um, TV tournament would have got more votes had they announced that it's going to be like a yearly thing. Perhaps. I also thought, I wonder if it would have gotten more if it was just the TV title tournament and not matches across tours. Yeah, on other shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. felt more like a like a self-condensed, like a confined condensed tournament. I, I'd yeah. be interested to see if that was the case. Um, what were the votes? Percentages? 62% to Boss J. 13 and a half TV title and 24 to the t- the tag league. It's a uh, massive endorsement for the t- the tag tournament this year because there's not probably mm-hmm. any other year that that would make it into the top three, let alone, <laughs> let alone get 24% second. of the vote. Yeah, right? <laughs> like tag league was relevant to some extent. Yeah, 24% of our listeners believe that it was worthy of the best tournament of the year. Um Pretty incredible when you think about it. You're right. Uh, again, speaking of incredible, I was stunned by the feedback. The most popular um, early returns were for this category, and that is the Yoshihashi Encouragement Award. Or the Yoshi Yoshi Hats Off to Ye Award. Thank and you. it must have been your extra promotion of that category on Twitter that, that drove that interest early, Red. Um, so the, the nominees are Master Wato, Doki and David Finley. Who do we think is taking home the prestigious Yoshihashi Encouragement Award Golden Stiffy? It's Wato. I think. I think Doki. I think Doki. He's a he's like a cult figure. No, but Wato really embodies the whole Yoshihashi thing of like being a loser but getting more <laughs> <laughs> catching strays. I mean, that's why I why I picked him, but. Yeah, I don't know. Doki? Uh, yeah, everyone loves Doki. Anyway. No, well, there, there, is, there is something about Doki. What a boys, it's says <laughs> I don't know if we can pay for the rights for a second. <laughs> Yet again, the Just Four Guys <laughs> theme song at this point. Um, you would be right, Dave. Doki is an internet darling, receiving wow. 46% of the Ooh. vote. Just edging out Master Wato, who finished with 36%. Yeah. Uh, and David Finley on 18%. So Doki, people have enjoyed seeing Doki's level of improvement and want to see him go further. And in that faction with just four guys, I feel like he's got the opportunity to go further. Yeah, he will. So good for Doki. Yeah, he's he's a bit like Tai Chi. I mean, we he kind of has that people just like to get behind him. He has a lot of that Yoshihashi like 
support. People mm. love him as an underdog. And also, too, it's crazy to think that an entire year ago now, um, David Finley was kicking ass in the G1 when everyone thought that he wouldn't. So a year ago. Wasn't a year ago, Check the calendar, Ed. This time, very soon this year, um, David Finley's going to be back in the G1. Yeah, it's around August. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, it's just, if you think about it, it's pretty cool. The difference with the Doki thing is, though, like he actually has buzz when, like, around him when he's not wrestling. The Yoshi for a long period of time is just like when he's in ring, everyone's like, yeah, Yoshi, but no one really ever talks about him when he's not in the ring. No, Doki's kind of that guy that people see something in. You know, yeah. he has potential. And he's like a meme wrestler that's good, which most meme wrestlers are. Mm. You know, guys that get memed a lot tend to actually be pretty good, you know? Like Yoshiashi was a meme, you know. Like he still is a meme. We use him as one. Like mm. Yoshiashi encouragement war. People know what that means. We need to. We need to make a meme with you know his head on Thomas the Tank Engine. Or the little engine, yeah. The little, yeah. The little engine that couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he he's finally he's finally yeah it is it is <laughs> I mean and he's finally done it though. So nonetheless, uh, congrats to Doki for his taking home one of the more, I would say one of the more prestigious of the stiffies. Um, they're all prestigious. What you all prestigious. They're all prestigious. There's levels to prestige. And look, for anyone out there who doesn't like this award that much, don't worry, it's going to grow on you. Oh, oh, there you go, Red. Yeah. Don't worry. This this award one day will get its own award. <laughs> yeah, that's what we start doing. Start giving out awards for our awards. The Yoshihashi Award for Awards is given to you. The Yoshihashi Award Award. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That sounds very much like wrestling journalism, right there. Wrestling Media 101. <laughs> um, in any case, uh, we're on to the I know a fun category for us, the Golden Stiffy for best promo of 2022. Uh, the nominees uh Aussie Open Fall Short, the Mark Davis promo post uh the tag leagues. Uh Jay says fuck a lot, uh, and Jay talks to Hangman, the Hangman Shines promo. Jay says, fuck a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, fuck promo. Yeah, and you would be correct. Jay says, fuck a lot gets 58%. Fuck! 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 With Aussie fuck! Open at 22 and Jay talks to Handman at 20. I mean... A viral promo. Everyone yeah. knows what that one is. Yeah, I think you only be... have to say Jay says fuck a lot, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I mean, symbolically, if you think about you know what that promo represents, it really does embody what New Japan actually is. I think it has. I think it's like the ability to to cross over into other things. Like being that it's viral, it would have mm. escaped the wrestling world a little bit. Well. It did, yeah. It's it's yeah. and it's and it reflects an emotion that people can understand, like just complete <laughs> exasperation, right? Yeah, like they understand really. this one, um, yeah. so they connected to that one. Okay, now as I said in the promo for this, it's time for us to get self congratulatory. As uh, who do we? What episode do we think won best? We work stiff episode. Who are we giving ourselves a golden stiffy to? Uh, the nominees, of course, are the Stiff One Draft Special, The Colour of Tai Chi, and Robbie Eagles Works Stiff. Which do we feel took home the Golden Stiffy? 
I would like everyone to know that eventually Josh will do an edit uh, supercut of all my intros and that episode will go live uh, probably in the next two weeks. And then people can vote on that live one. What? <laughs> <laughs> and so for the next award, so, so eventually everyone, you will, thank you for tweeting me and DMing me, you will get the opportunity to vote for my intros as an episode. An so. episode purely of intros. <laughs> that, that will be live. <laughs> um, I mean, clearly it's the colour of life. <laughs> sorry robbie it's gonna be tight um it's robbie yeah robbie. yeah i mean i mean come on now um surprisingly <laughs> close surprisingly close um, oh wow really yes um it was our least voted on category so it's oh. like one of those ones I mean, it was still well, well voted clearly on, but marks it, for ourselves yeah, because I think people don't want to endorse that kind of behaviour, to be honest. Um, I don't care. We're just staying in for next year. <laughs> yeah, it's, never, it's not going anywhere. Are you kidding? Um, uh, winning the award is Robbie Eagles Works Stiff with 53.3% of the vote. Uh, beating out the colour of Tai Chi at 33.3% of the vote. Are you fucking serious? With the draft special sitting at 13%. No it way. smoked the draft special. No the colour of Tai Chi smoked, smoked it. More than double. <laughs> More Holy than shit. double the draft. The fans have spoken. <laughs> double features coming at you, baby. Oh, we better do another one. Fuck I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll let you guys do more shows together from now on. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I say? The fans love us, Josh. Yeah. That's it. We're we're over. <laughs> Fucking over. The color of tight. Maybe we need over. to get Robbie on. Robbie on a double feature. And oh then, my god, that's yeah. the next oh. level. That is the next level. Pick a movie, Rob. Yeah, and then yeah, I just I just remember I just remember like apologizing, and then you going, no, no, Red, it's actually okay. I I think in some weird way, we figured out what the show is. <laughs> we figured out a show. Yeah, we figured out this own little sub universe that we've created. Um, I think part of it is people are voting for a a, a great uh fucking Photoshop job. Yeah, um, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my, it, my I, it warmed it my heart to see the color. It's, part of it's also Tai Chi is over. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's um, get real. Yeah. But thanks, Tai Chi. <laughs> thanks, thanks for drawing the house, Tai Chi. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I mean, look, we're, the experiment's going to continue. People, you've forced this. You blame the thirty-three percent of people that voted it for it because it's going to pop out. You're not ready for it. It's going to come. Um, but congratulations to Robbie Eagles for again drawing the house. Uh, I mean, that was our best episode. Not only did I think it was a great episode purely because we were able to chat to Robbie. He came on for the entire show, which was a big, it wasn't an interview. He just decided to become, a, you know, the member of the, the quad pod. Yeah. Um, but it was, I think it was a genuinely fun and engaging chat that was like more than just the sum of its parts, you know, it was an actual, we engaged in a real podcast, you know? So I thought yeah. it was really, it deserves to win. It was, I felt it was our best episode too. There is an open invite. I know. Well, actually, I personally think we had a better episode in there, but we just didn't list it. I don't. If we did, Red, you you had a chance to nominate it. <laughs> <laughs> now we're into the big categories. Match of the year. Who is going to take home the golden stiffy for match of the year? The nominees are Kyrie versus Mayu Itani from Historic Crossover. The Naito versus Osprey G1 semi, 
and Robbie Eagles versus Elephant Tasman from the best of Super Juniors. Nato Osprey. Yeah, I think that that's what will get the votes. Yep. Although the, the women's match, the women's match personally, I want that to win the most just because okay. that was fucking uniquely brilliant. Like that was, fuck, that was amazing, that match. Great. That, that, you know what? That should be match of the year. That should be match of the year. Um, and I'm very happy to report that the match of the year went to Robbie Eagles versus ELP. Oh, wow. wow. Hitting 40% of the vote, beating Naito v Osprey with 38% oh, of the wow. vote, uh, with Kyrie and Mayu getting 22%. It was probably our most competitive space, most competitive field. Um, it was fifth. They, I was thinking we we're going to give away a tie until the last few votes came in later this afternoon. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I'm very thrilled. That was my New Japan match of the year. Speaking of matches that you know I was advocating on the behalf of in the Voices of Wrestling Top 100. Um, yeah, I read that. Very well said, Josh. Thank you. Um, I was glad that it made made 59 or whatever. I'm glad someone talked about it. You know, Meltzer out here sleeping on the best super juniors, but. Um, you know, it was great to see it make it that high. Obviously, my general match of the year, congratulations, Elder Esperado and um, Junko Sai making it to number eight from yeah, fucking wow. Taichi. I Taka think Taichi one, um, Joseph um, Monticello does the essays. I think it was, was that his, I think it was his second best match for the year. Yeah, and he and watched fucking thousands. watches everything, matches. yeah. Yeah. Um, it was incredible. So great for that. But in the, in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling, I... I was advocating on behalf of that match. I thought it was an underrated classic, and the listeners agree. Um, granted, Will Ospreay had a tremendous year and, again, polled incredibly well in that Naito match. But I feel like, from my perspective, in terms of what I like, I feel like the the right match won. Yeah, um, and I'm really glad to see that it was a, it was a good you know, cross-section that showed that was a really... At the end of the day, the top-end matches of New Japan always deliver, and it showed there was a really competitive field, and most people had, and I'm sure, as I said in the in the the post, our honourable mentions could have won. You know, like, yeah. it was that kind of year. There were so many good top-end matches, but I'm just glad that we can, you know, shine a bit of light on what I said was, what I feel like was one of the most underrated matches, and to make the top 100, I thought was great, because, like, no one talked about it. It made it to 59, and I got to write, and it an incredibly pretentious post about it. So that was great. Can we vote on that one next week? What year? Josh's most pretentious post. I actually don't think you do pretentious posts. <laughs> I think they're actually really knowledgeable and I think they're insightful. And I think you do a great yep. job of giving Thank you. what you think is, is good knowledge of wrestling to other Thank people you. who may not necessarily. I think that you're really smart in what, Thank what I, I think you're not, I think you're a good guy and you know what you're talking about and you yep. like what you like. Yep, thank you, Red. And I and I believe most people will agree if you read once they read my post on voicesofwrestling.com regarding that match, that number fifty-nine. You know, it's clear that my <laughs> incredible intellect just flows from the the page. Um, look, it is what it is. I love that match, and I and I made that clear. And it's very clear in the Despy post. I made that. I, I made the cut of that post as well. So, you're um, the only time you're actually ever pretentious is when you order food. Red. I'm the exact opposite of that. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're lecturing me on my lack of uh, on my lack of taste. Culinary food. taste is the, yeah. the essence of pretentiousness, right? So I, just so you're aware, I, I will different say, dynamic, different roles, say, bud. Those pancakes you got in Melbourne were cool. The ones you couldn't finish that I had to finish for you. Uh, yeah, 
Let's let's not talk about the food that I order when around you, Red. It's going to trigger <laughs> memories that are not great for me. Right, carry on with the show. Sorry. I will. Uh, and now we're heading, and this is what I was so happy to see. Literally, regardless of results, this was my biggest takeaway. Far and away, our most voted on category is best story. Hey. Best story. Who do we think got the stiffy for best story? The nominees are... Akata becomes Anoki, Osprey is elevated, and Suzuki Gun disbands. They are the options. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I know our listeners uh, staunch Suzuki Gun <laughs> and, and, and love that faction and everything that's going on there. So I would have to say that by a, by a country mile. Okay. Red, best story. Nominees are Carter becomes Anoki, Osprey is elevated, and Suzuki Gun disbands. Oh, Suzuki Gun disbands. I don't think they're even in question. We've talked about emotion of what happens with the storyline and seeing a faction just ride out like fucking bosses. Yeah, if yeah, if there's Suzuki yeah. doesn't win, I'm quitting the show. Okay, well, luckily, <laughs> luckily you can keep you can we you can stay, Red. You can stay. I mean, apparently, Suzuki- according to the fans, no one will care anyway. So. Oh, there you go. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're going to guilt them into voting for your next year. Tremendous work, Red. The pity pop is coming for Red. Um, Suzuki Gun Disbands does win the award in a very tight race at 42%. Oh, wow. Beating Osprey is elevated at 33%. And surprisingly, Dave Carter becomes a Noki at 24.6% of the vote. Oh, well, I didn't think it would get that many votes. I think the fact that the votes came after the Akata Kiyomiya angle perhaps uh, swayed yeah. a few of the yeah. votes late. It was like, oh. Yeah, Akata's on everyone's minds. Better vote for him. Yeah. Yeah, and also I think it's like, oh, him becoming a Noki makes sense now. <laughs> like, had yeah. you voted after the Wrestle Kingdom main event? Maybe different results we would have seen, but yeah, as you said, Red Suzuki Gun disbanding was a great story. And as you said, Dave, we know our audience, um, the Tai Chi love, the Doki love, Suzuki Gun is it's a strong little <laughs> Suzuki Gun love is strong here. And if you're you know, if you're a Suzuki Gun fan, New Japan is filled with them now becoming top guys across the promotion, so you've got to be happy, you know, yeah. And now it comes down to it. The final award. We initially talked about it as wrestler of the year, but we kind of reframed it as ultimately the biggest stiff boy, the truest stiff boy for 2022. Who takes home the biggest, the, the girthiest golden stiffy for stiff boy of the year? The nominees are Kenta, Naito, and Despi. I'm going to say it's... Is it a popularity contest? That's the question. Is it a popularity contest? I'm going to say it's Despy just because... He's fucking awesome? (laughs) Well, let's not get ahead about Tranquilo. Tranquilo. Mm -hmm. Um, He's no Naito. (laughs) He's like little Naito's little brother. Um, I just think in terms of what he's done this year, I think he's had a lot of eyes on him, and I think he really has propelled himself into the main event scene, and he will become a heavy this year. Yeah, I'd say Despy. And uh, I think it's just because of the diversity in the body of work that he did throughout the year uh, mm. and all the different, just the different shit that he did. And Naito kind of played a long game of uh, wanting to be in the Wrestle Kingdom main event and it didn't really play out. So it, it wasn't a, I think this year is going to be a much 
bigger and more impactful year as far as Naito storyline stuff. Last year, not so much. So I would say Despy. And you would both be correct. Despy capturing 60% of the vote um, as the stiff boy of the year. Beating Tetsuya Naito at 20% and Kenta at 19%. So Kenta getting some pretty decent votes for Stiff Boy. Kenta Love is strong. It's strong out there. And I think because people recognize it's not just best wrestler or whatever, it's the most we work stiff type wrestler. And all of those guys deserve merit and vote based on that criteria. Yeah. But nobody is a bigger stiff boy. Than El Desperado, he's like he's such a stiff boy. Had we put Taichi on the vote, maybe there might have been a competition there. You know, yeah, we yeah, would have yeah. seen it. Uh, but yeah. this year might be the year of Taichi, so watch out, Despi. Taichi is coming for that Gurphy title. Mm. So there it is. Um, any surprises? I think most things for me felt pretty. Yeah, yeah. I I think the biggest surprise was just the double feature running in second. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a stunning <me>. result. <laughs> result and has probably adjusted some of the formatting for the for the new year uh thank you for that um yeah i think i was i was pleasantly surprised by the robbie eagles vote because that was i mean it's on twitter it's open for everyone to vote for and i i was confident that osprey was going to basically take any wrestling match award that if his name was on it people even if they didn't actually see it were like well it was an osprey match it must have been great Hmm. um and I just was so happy to see that get its recognition. I, I'm I truly mean that when I'm saying like I think in a in a year like in other years, that match would have been seen by more people and would have gotten more discussion. Um yeah. And you want to talk about storytelling, it's like yeah, those guys went to work. So um really happy to see that that one like I was thinking it was Kind of, I was just waiting for it to lose by like one percent. I was just waiting for it to drop, yeah. but it never did. And thankfully, we were able to, you know, propel it into the uh, into the stiff uh, onto the on the shelf. I'd also like to say uh, just an appreciation for the engagement, people actually voting. Mm. Thank you very much. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Yeah, it's isn't it nuts? I'm I'm glad that the stiffies uh, put their votes forward. It's uh, it makes us feel good. Yeah, Chaos Cowboy in the uh, Discord saying he put more thought into this than he did the, the US election. So that was great to see. <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. Great, great feedback. As you said, Dave, engagement. Awesome. Twitter's only one small section of our audience. So next year, hopefully, we'll grow our polls and we'll be in more places and we'll do more things. But um, for the Twitter audience, thank you very much for engaging. And we, we do enjoy being stiff in more multiple places at once so. yeah i mean not or not not too many public places that can lead to trouble but nonetheless uh we're going to get our stiffies as into as many homes as possible and yeah and just like you know write on our youtube comments um just do as much as you can there and just um yeah make it make it known <laughs> yeah well, have one blog you can go to that one blog and, and write just, just go to that one blog and just write all your every comment you want on that one blog yeah please engage that one blog yeah, be it won't be related at all but just go in there and there it is our first true democratic stiffies vote okay. on by the listeners um it was by the listeners for the listeners but for us yeah yeah i mean go it was us. for the listeners go us really yeah that was all for us 
Oh, everything's for us. Let's not tell anyone that's let <laughs> everyone know that. This is all this is all a long con. You... I'm still convinced people don't listen. <laughs> yeah, no, I like how you, <laughs> you <are. laughs> Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've had a lovely day, a lovely night, a lovely evening. And as always, stay classy and remain stiff. <laughs>